Welcome to Law Technology Now with host Monica Bay, Editor-in-Chief of ALM's award-winning magazine, Law Technology News. Hear the latest about technology for the legal community. If it's tech, it's a topic right here. Greetings, good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where in our planet you are today. This is Monica Bay, and I'm delighted to have you join us today on Law Technology Now. And a special welcome as we begin our program to our sponsor, Blue Arc. Blue Arc is a San Jose, California-based company that provides high-performance unified network storage systems to enterprise markets, and particularly does e-discovery work. Welcome. My guest today is one of my favorite people in the whole world who has been on my editorial advisory board, I think, from its inception. And we actually have two guests. The first guest is Doug Cadell. And then at the end of the program, we'll be joined by Henry Dicker, who's the head of our legal tech operation. Tell us a little bit about Legal Tech West Coast. First, a little bit of housekeeping. You are listening to this on one of our various channels, which include ALM's Law Technology Now website which surprisingly is www.lawtechnologynow.com. You may be listening to us on the Legal Talk Network, our producing partners, and they are reachable at www.legaltalknetwork.com, where you'll not only find this program, but my colleague Bob Ambrosi and Jay Craig Williams and some other terrific programming. Uh, finally, you can find it in the iTunes podcast library where you can subscribe free. So today, uh, Doug is, Cadell is going to join us and we're going to talk about Legal Tech West Coast 2008, which is taking place June 26th through 27th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. A very strange place, very, very spa- Star Wars, but it has some good conference rooms and most importantly, some terrific people who will be speaking. For the first time ever, Law Technology News is producing an entire uh, track at the program called Future Tech. And the minute I decided to do it, I picked up the phone and, and literally begged Doug to please come and be on it because the track was modeled after an article that he wrote, I think, Doug, it was almost a year ago now, called Sell Your Tech. And we have three tracks on, on, or three panels on the track. Sell Your Tech is the first one that Doug is going to speak with two other guests I'll tell you about. And then we're going to do Repeat Our Green Law panel. Uh, and then finally, we're going to do a program which, uh, with a nod to Disneyland, is called Tomorrowland, which you will hear on this program next month because we're going to record it and it's going to produce six separate podcast. Let's start, uh, tell our listeners, if you will, a little bit about your job at Foley and Lardner, where you're CIO, and um, uh, what you do at the firm, and then I want you to tell us a little bit about your program at Legal Tech. Sure, Monica, um, and thanks for the invitation to join you. The um, I've been C- CIO for at Foley since 1999, and um, I think a, a key of what we've tried to focus on uh, since the early years was, was Client-focused technologies. Uh, we recognized early on that you know having good technology, good infrastructure, and such was just sort of a baseline. It's sort of the you know the price of admission these days. And general counsel and law firm clients quickly recognize if, if you don't have it. But that you know that doesn't really get you anywhere. It doesn't uh, drive where you're going and, and what you can do and how you can benefit the firm. And, and technology has changed over the last few years, and that it can really provide benefit to the firm. If you look at, um, I quoted in that article you referenced uh, David Cambria from 
Chicago-based Aon Corporation, and he said that um, the most successful firms were the ones that told Aon how they'd help us do what we do better with technology. So it's more and more technology is becoming a focus. And, in fact, um, this past uh, month, uh, BTI Consulting out of Boston, Massachusetts, uh, if you look at bticonsulting.com, they came out with their National Marketing Awareness uh, 2008 study, which uh, surveys general counsel and Fortune 1000 global 500 companies. And a big part of the, uh, the awareness there is innovation awareness. And we were marked real high on that, but the a, a key part of that is not, not just aware innovation and how you are changing the way law firms practice business, but a key part of that is innovation and technology as well. So I think if, you know, if we look at, you know, why can law firms no longer just sell their lawyers? Why do they have to sell their technology? Um, it's, it's selling a new way of doing business because our co- customers, our clients are looking for new ways to do business. Um, it's not the same old way it was, you know, 20 years ago when the relationship between the lawyer and the general counsel was all that mattered. Now it's uh, general counsel are forced to uh, work in a business-like, more in a business-like fashion and um, make business decisions and not just relationship decisions. And a big part of those decisions these days is how can a law firm help the general counsel run his or her law department better, and, and one of the keys to that is technology. Now, on our panel at Legal Tech West Coast, you're going to be joined by uh, two folks, one from Fenwick and one from Heller, Rob Kahn and Robbie Solomon, and the three of you are going to be talking about examples of what uh, firms can do to differentiate themselves from other firms, particularly in getting and keeping uh, clients and, and, and new business. It's been very interesting in LTN over the last year to read some of the types of as I think you called it, uh, client-facing tech tools that can really make a deal. Uh, we've had articles about extranets where when you go to a beauty contest, the the extranet is there, ready, made, and ready to go. And literally they say, you know, sign the deal and we turn it on. Uh, there's collaboration tools, e-billing. Can you talk a little bit about some examples of this kind of technology in your experience and how it can make a difference in not just winning the client but keeping the client? Yeah, it makes a tremendous difference. And I, I think one of the keys that people don't really understand is, and we we'll use Extranet as an example, um, you know, a lot of people, pretty much everybody these days, says they do Extranets. Most law firms will, you know, say, well, we do Extranets. And, um, but there's people who do extranets and there's people who do extranets. And as you were saying, Monica, there's, there's, um, uh, situations where when you're trying to get a new client that you actually prepare the extranet and, you know, it's ready to go on the next, the next day. Um, I think one of the, the things that, you know, in a way I was sort of amazed a couple of years ago or even sometimes recently is that, um, you know, everybody says they do extranets, but then if that's the true, then why do all our clients continually say wow when they see what we have to offer? Because I, and I, I think a key for that is the lawyers, the partners, are not aware of technology, and it's, it's sort of an intangible to them. And, you know, how do they sell an intangible? It's a tough thing to do. And I think one of the keys there is identifying, along with your firm's strategy and aligned with your firm's strategy, what kind of technology tools can assist the firm in trying to drive its values forward and then productize those things, make some, uh, some products out of them. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But if you can give an attorney 
a product that's tangible, it's much more easy to, for him or her to convey that to a general counsel of how it can help the general counsel. Some things we've done, we've, we've done a lot with extranets. And, um, we have a, a broad-based extranet platform called Fully Client Suite that, that does a lot of different things, so it's sort of hard to just say it does one thing because it, it helps with litigation, helps with transactions, and, and we've used it many, many different ways, but it's a, it's a platform so we don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. But some of the other specific things that we've done is in the past year we developed uh, a client's uh, services dashboard, uh, budge- budgeting tools, because one of the things that general counsel has said for years and years is don't surprise me at the end of the engagement with a big fat bill. Good point. And if I can if I can monitor, you know, what the spending is along along the way, or even help, you know, in deciding some of that, if there's multiple matters especially, um, it goes a long way to make, you know, me a happy client and uh, uh, wanting to retain you as well. Uh, one more quick example is a, a private equity matchmaker. We've we developed a, a, a matchmaker tool for private equity engagements where we have uh, clients who want to provide venture capital funds to people, and we have other clients who are looking for venture capital funds. So we have uh, uh, developed an application that matches those people up. What's been the biggest surprise for you, Doug, uh, in working these technology tools? Uh, has there been any particular approach you've taken, whether it's a collaboration tool or a e-billing analysis, where it's made a tremendous difference or won, won a deal for you? Um, I, I think there's there's been many occasions where either it's you know one a new client um, and I talked a little bit about that in the article, um, or that it's helped us gain additional work from an existing client, or where we've had an existing client where we've been providing technology tools and other law firms that they use have not, where we've gained more and more of their work. I, I think the the biggest sort of I don't know if what if I call it a surprise, but the biggest change that I've seen is when we first developed Foley Client Suite about seven or eight years ago, um, we sort of took it on the, uh, took the approach of we will build it and, you know, hopefully that will come, right. um, meaning the lawyers and clients, because it was sort of done as a technology initiative, which typically isn't really the way you want to do things. Um, but back then, a lot of lawyers weren't, and clients weren't in tune to technology. So, so we did it that way. But I think the big thing now is that that um, in the last three years especially, um, we're getting more and more requests from our lawyers for how can you help us meet this client's needs with, with technology. And we're even getting, you know, clients who are coming to our lawyers and saying, you know, how can you help us, um, you know, do our business better and help us, you know, foster the relationship. And, in fact, we have a, a full-time person um, who's our internal technology consultant. She reports directly to me, and, and her job is to 100% to work with our lawyers and our clients to facilitate the use of uh, fully-based uh, technologies. Now, Doug, we've talked a lot right in, in the beginning of this program about so-called client-facing tools that the client is directly going to use. But in terms of selling your firm and selling your tech and winning that beauty contest and keeping the clients... Do you find that the clients are getting more and more sophisticated and looking at the infrastructure within the firms they're considering as a factor? In other words, I'm not talking about the interactive tools that they would be dealing with, with that are for the client, but rather saying, wow, we've got, you know, the Apple firm, the, the, the beta firm, the, the coffee firm and, 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 
seems to me that the coffee firm has uh, Apple was probably a really bad choice for that. It, I, let's try that again. Let's say you have the doohickey firm and the widget firm and the whatever. And have you found at all that when you're in beauty contests, the infrastructure that the firms themselves use can be a factor in the decision making process? Um, I, I'd say yes and no. Um, we're getting more and more requests. I know my speak to my peers. It's not just us at Foley for you know uh, questions about sec- uh, technology security. And so I, I think you know we're getting more and more clients who are asking questions about how secure are your systems. Not so much you know do you have you know X piece of technology or Y piece of technology unless there's something really specific. Um, because, like I said earlier, it's sort of the the price of admission. Uh, there's an assumption that you have, you know, good technology to start with. Um, I, I think what what is a big factor, though, is how you um, use technology in your firm and how you market technology. Um, if if you market technology well, and not just market technology directly, but use technology in your marketing and other other uh, ways. Firms, companies, clients, and prospective clients will see you as a technolo- technologically progressive or tech-savvy savvy law firm. Uh, for example, if you go to our website, foley.com, um, in the lower left-hand corner, there's a whole section of multimedia. And we, we ha- have a lot of our lawyers talking about things in multimedia presentations. I'm, I'm on there. I, I did last September a number of uh, segments on technology and clients and technology and law firms. And you get um, published a lot in LTN. Um, I don't mean to cut you off, but we've got to take our first break. And I want to remind our listeners that we are speaking with Doug Cadell, CIO of Foley & Lardner, who will be presenting Sell Your Tech at Legal Tech West Coast. And Doug will also be part of our second section, which I will tell you about shortly after the break. Uh, we're going to take a moment now. And when we return, Doug and I will be joined by Henry Dicker, Managing Director of Legal Tech and Vice President of Sales for ALM Events. And we'll talk a little bit more about what you can expect in Los Angeles for Legal Tech West Coast. We'll be right back. We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. Don't wait any longer. Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our practice center sections. Welcome back to Law Technology Now. My guests today are Doug Cadell, CIO of Foley and Lardner, and we're joined now by Henry Dicker. Henry is the Managing Director of Legal Tech and Vice President of Sales for ALM Events, and we're talking about Legal Tech West Coast, which will take place in on June in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Henry, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on in L.A. and what you're excited about with this next presentation of Legal Tech. Well, thank you guys for having me, Doug. How you doing? Um, Good to see you. As, uh, as Monica said, uh, June 26th and 27th, which is Thursday and Friday, uh, upcoming at the Los Angeles Convention Center, Legal Tech uh, West Coast, our I think this is our 12th legal tech out on the West Coast, and we're very excited about lots and lots of things uh, this year's program. 
as uh, as always we're we're happy to continue to be able to bring this event to uh, the west coast of the U.S. along with our strategic partner, the Los Angeles County Bar. And uh, this year, we have some very exciting components, starting off with our, our two keynotes for day one and two. We have Charles James, Vice President and General Counsel of Chevron, giving the, uh, our first day keynote, the opening day, and the challenges of implementing new technology in a corporate legal department. Uh, that's uh, uh, a great program. Charles is a fantastic speaker, and uh, we're happy to have him joining us. And the second day, something really new for us: we have a uh, we have a California magistrate judge from the uh, Northern District, Elizabeth Laporte, who's going to be joining us and talking about uh, the judicial perspective on on e-discovery, uh, the, the, the federal mandates and amended e-discovery rules. So, as always, Legal Tech continues to bring um, some fantastic, cutting-edge information, and I'm sure. Uh, Monica, you've probably told everybody, I'm hoping you have at least, uh, on the second day of Legal Tech on the 27th, a, a brand new track brought to us by yourself in Law Technology News on uh, what's called future law, uh, talking future about tech. subjects like selling your tech, green law, and Tomorrowland, and we're really excited about that. It is really a, a, a new opportunity for both of us, and we're very excited, and Doug, as we've been talking about, Doug's uh, panel, Sell Your Tech. Doug's also going to be involved in the late afternoon session, which is a first for us as well, because we are modeling it after a program called TED, which I believe stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. And TED has conferences where no one's allowed to speak for more than 18 minutes. And this gave me the idea to do six standalone 15-minute presentations for our Tomorrowland segment. And Doug will be talking about second-generation equipment and people and resources. It's going to be great fun. But I want Henry to uh, tell us a little bit more about blogging at Legal Tech West Coast because you've put together quite a great package for the bloggers. And uh, Henry, can you tell us a little bit about the highlights for bloggers? We had a very, very quick initiation to the world of bloggers um, at Legal Tech this, this past February in which we embraced this new, uh, for us at least, this, this, this new form of, of uh, extended media and uh, offered our bloggers a chance to come out and, and, uh, and report on the actions of legal tech. And it went so successful that um, this is going to be a continued um, uh, partnership that we're looking to, to continue to grow and foster. And at Legal Tech West Coast, we've actually gone a step further in uh, um, certainly allowing access and uh, free admission to all recognized legal bloggers. And those um, are the non-vendor off- bloggers, correct? Non-vendor bloggers, correct. Yeah. And um, thank you. And uh, offering uh, some some real amenities to go along with that, in which uh, in which some include because we can't sort of we can't umbrella the entire convention center in a wireless uh, environment. We have uh, uh, cards that will be offered to all non-vendor bloggers recognized to be able to use uh, free of charge. All they need to do is provide us with a with uh, uh, some form of ID for a deposit for the cards, and those will be able, those will be uh, available for their use during all of legal tech. Now, those are the Verizon uh, Evdo cards, right? Right, and as well as in every session a room, there are um, reserved uh, spots at the very, very front of the 
um, uh, the conference room that are uh, also uh, available to bloggers only, and these will be these will have electrical uh, hookups for them, so they they don't run out of battery space as we report on all the great new uh, information being disseminated through our conference program. Terrific, and I think also we're going to have a special bloggers breakfast on Thursday after the keynote from 10 to about 11. We're going to have a very special guest at the Bloggers Breakfast uh, in Los Angeles who is very familiar to those of you who listen to us on the Legal Talk Network. It's J. Craig Williams, and he is celebrating his new book, How to Get Sued, and he will be our special guest. That will be Thursday from 10 to 11, and all bloggers are welcome to join us. Uh, hope to see you there. Um, Henry, tell if you, we have just a few moments left, if you could tell our listeners how they get information about Legal Tech West Coast and how they would reach um, uh, you if they want more information about the blogging conference, etc. Okay, well, actually, I have one really, really bit of groundbreaking and certainly uh, news that no one else has heard of because it's just been finalized. Okay. Um, at Legal Tech West Coast, um, our keynote, uh, first day keynote, as well as our, our full first day electronic discovery track of education is going to be video, uh, video and audio taped and post-event will be uh, available on demand, complimentary to anyone who, who cannot attend Legal Tech. So this Fantastic. is our this is our 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 introduction to the world of virtual education. Um, we're really very very excited about this, as well as the announcement of a forthcoming um, online community uh, that will encompass Legal Tech. So those two very very exciting new pieces of technology news to look forward to. Certainly the virtual um, uh, on demand video immediately uh, following legal tech. Henry, I'm terribly sorry I have to cut you off because they're waving the red flag at me. It's time to come to a close for our June issue of Law Technology Now. want to remind you that there are three ways to find us. You can find us on the Legal Talk Network at www.legaltalknetwork.com. You can find us on law.com, and the site there is www lawtechnologynow.com and those of you like me who are new iPod owners can or old iPod owners can find us on iTunes. I want to take a moment to thank our producers uh, Keith O'Killy at ALM and at Legal Talk Network Kate Kenny and Scott Hess I'd like to thank our sponsor Blue Arc, a San Jose based company that provides network storage systems to enterprise markets Thank you, Blue Arc, and Blue Arc will also be sponsoring our future tech track. It's been a pleasure, and we look forward. We hopefully will see you in Los Angeles at Legal Tech West Coast. I'm Monica Bay, and that's Law Technology Now. Law Technology Now is produced by the broadcast professionals at the Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening. Join Monica Bay for next month's podcast on the technology issues affecting the legal profession today.